1914. War. Did I want to go? Course I did. Who wouldn't want to chuff off to distant exotic places, give a pack of mongrel bullies what for, and have the sort of experiences you just didn't get in the Kajigong district? When I told Dad I wanted to go, he tried to wallop me round the head with a canvas bucket. Not too hard, I was bigger than him, but I was still surprised. Hitting people with buckets wasn't Dad's style. Plus, since Mum died, me and Dad were a team. Mates. You didn't go round whacking your mates in the head with work utensils. Something was going on. Dad glared at me. You and me will be the first in the trenches, he said, if Germany invades New South Wales. Till then, we'll stay out of other dopey idiots' wars. I squinted up at the blokes riding past. They didn't look that dopey to me. Me and Dad were on Mindalee Station, rigging up some irrigation for their kitchen garden. A bunch of the station hands were heading off to Sydney with their horses to volunteer for the fighting. My horse, Daisy, looked up from the carrot patch she was chewing on and gave a few snorts, wishing the other horses luck, probably. Dad gave the blokes a nod. He knew some of them from the pub. They nodded back. Don't fall down a well, Ted, said one. When we need reinforcements, we'll be giving you a hoy. Before Dad could reply, I spoke up. No need, I said. We'll probably beat you lazy blighters there. The bloke grinned as he rode off. I braced myself for another gobful of wet canvas, in case Dad was getting a taste for this method of arguing. But he just glared at me again. Forget it, he said. You're fifteen. Technically, he was right. But I knew several blokes who'd volunteered at fifteen. All right, sixteen. And the tall ones, like me, had been accepted, if they were good at lying about their age. I'm sixteen in five months, I reminded Dad. He frowned and looked like he was going to whack me again. Before he could, Mr Conroy, the station owner, came over. Having a smoko, Ballantyne, said Mr Conroy to Dad. It's not Christmas yet. Pushy blighter. He could see we weren't. I didn't even smoke. Mum reckoned tobacco was a waste of a bloke's wages. Being careful with money was always important to Mum, right to the end. So I promised her I wouldn't smoke permanent. I think Mum made Dad promise something too, at the end, about us not going to the war. Be done today, Mr Conroy, said Dad, whacking a length of irrigation pipe instead of me. Mr Conroy looked at Daisy, who'd moved on to the peas. Pity it didn't finish earlier, Ballantyne, he said. He could have volunteered with my blokes, help sort them Huns and Turks out. Dad didn't reply at first. Tell those nags to pull their heads in, Frankie, he said to me. Dad's horse Jimmy had decided Daisy was onto a good thing in the veggies. I went over to rouse them out. Got the lad to look after. I heard Dad say to Mr Conroy. I didn't hear what Mr Conroy said back, but while I was putting nose bags on Daisy and Jimmy, I heard grunting sounds. Dad was hacking into the dirt with the big pickaxe, shoulders knotted and teeth clenched with the effort of swinging the thing. That was my job. We'd agreed I'd do the heavy work. Dad's back wasn't the best. Old bloke's curse, he reckoned. He was probably right. He was nearly thirty-six. I hurried over to give him a hand, and saw from his face it wasn't just the hefty metal head of the pickaxe 
he was ramming down into the dirt. It was something else as well, something he was feeling. That's when I knew he wanted to go to war as much as I did. The German and Turk armies weren't the only ones getting my blood up. Joan Prescott in The Chemist was streets ahead of them. Forget the girls on soap packets. Joan was dead-set gorgeous. At school she had more freckles and knee scabs than the rest of us put together, and more skill at gumnut poker, and more patience at training beetles, and more heart. She came to Mum's funeral off her own bat. Trouble was, she'd got a scholarship to the grammar school. Her parents wouldn't let her speak to me any more, but I still liked being in the same place as her, so I spent hours in that shop pretending to inspect ointments. Frank, what are you doing?